Immersive Environments for Retail. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Noab Lavavi, co-founder and CEO of Beyond XR. Welcome, Noam. Thank you, Tanya. Thanks for having me. What does Beyond XR do, and why did you start the company? Well, um, it's a good question. I've, uh, I've started a company um, a few years ago, um, basically after I've been dealing with digital media and, uh, and type of like um, customer experiences for many, many years. Um, so my previous company, I built one of the largest uh, digital signage company. We've been empowering major retailers and, and brands on their physical stores. Um, so uh, I've been basically working with brands for like 20 years, helping them creating unique customer experiences in the brick and mortar, in the physical stores. And um, about five years ago, I started this new company, Beyond XR, basically taking a lot of the learnings and what we've been doing by bringing it to the virtual world. So uh, instead of creating those amazing experiences in the, in the physical uh, spaces that we've been doing for, for brands like Chanel and Nike and the largest LED in Times Square and Biomite Technology and many, many other venues, uh, basically what we did is taking a lot of those learnings and created a new platform to create immersive experiences virtually. Um, and what I mean by that is that we've built a platform that brings the best properties uh, from the physical world into the online world, basically creating a perfect harmony between the two. So uh, we empower uh, retailers and, and brands to engage their customers by uh, simulating their stores and their showroom uh, in a very extremely like, realistic 3D environment uh, scenes. So they can present their brands and their products in a much more immersive way and basically let their user interact uh, uh, with the products uh, in, in new ways. So if you think about the online world today, it's very flat. It's like uh, you have those two-dimensional feeds with many static images and videos and you, this endless like uh, scrolling, uh, very different from the physical experiences that we have in real stores. Um, in real stores, we have much better conversion. The experience is much, uh, uh, much better. So it doesn't really translate well into the online world. And that's basically what we do. Uh, we created this platform to create new type of uh, e-commerce e experiences, 360, 3D experiences where we let users navigate in the space and, uh, and be immersed in those uh, um, kind of like new stores, just using regular devices, just their mobile phones. What's the state of mixed reality technology today? So, um, <laughs> you know, mixed reality, it's, um, all the big tech companies are actually working to build their own platforms. So uh, there's a first competition between you know, Google and uh, Facebook and Microsoft and Apple. Those are the leading uh, companies behind it. But there's many other companies, um, Samsung, Alibaba, Magic Leap, um, XR Space, and a new headset that is just released that basically uh, Peter Chu founded HTC that actually founded the Vive, you know, the best VR headsets, uh, maybe until Oculus. Um, they, uh, uh, they working on a new platform that basically competes with the Facebook platform. So there's a lot of like, uh, um, different, uh, players in the industry, uh, that's working, uh, and, and investing billions of dollars to creating this new computing platform. So today we're all using our smartphones. Um, but if you think about like in 10 years uh, from now, uh, we won't use any more smartphones. We're all going to use, you know, new type of devices. Uh, it's going to start with glasses that you're probably going to see in the next year. Uh, the first, like, uh, real commercial, like, AR glasses. 
AI and VR are kind of like fused together. So eventually it will be one pair of glasses, one need like separate uh, headsets for that. Uh, and that would be the beginning, but it will take a few years until we're gonna see like uh, adoption, like mass adoption for this, this type of devices. Uh, but it's only the beginning, you know, it starts with glasses, it will go to eye contact lenses um, in a later stage in a few years. Um, and eventually, you know, it will be part of our brain. So we're probably gonna take a pill or something and we're gonna be enhanced from inside, but that's in the, in the far future. <laughs> So let's talk about today. You mentioned yeah. some pretty recognizable brands. Are how are those retailers using mixed reality today? Are they headset experiences, mobile, or both? So uh, you know, most of the brands and retailers today are looking for um, just to uh, utilize the existing devices. So you know, everyone has their in their pockets their mobile phones and the uh, the headsets. They don't have the adoption yet that. Uh, um, you know, to bring the traction from, from the real brand. So brands, when they are looking at XR technologies, they, uh, they actually looking for how to utilize mobile devices. So in mobile devices, you can do some AR experiences. You can utilize you know, 360. Uh, obviously it's not the same immersion as like putting a headset and be immersed within a space, uh, but it's already much better than what we currently uh, have. Uh, so what we see that most of their, um, the companies are, are actually looking to create experiences just utilizing the existing devices. But um, if VR you know, was a, um, a few years ago, five, six years ago, it like came into the news and it was a big buzz around it and all the kind, it started again, like uh, the past, I think, six months. And we see all the, the latest like uh, um, announcement and things on, on, on the VR space. So I believe that uh, we'll see more and more uh, headsets uh, and, and people that are gonna use you know, the new devices. And probably in a couple of years, uh, you know, it always starts with on, on the gaming side um, and, and you know, for early adopters and, and gamers. Uh, and it takes some time until it comes for like real application, like for commerce and, and other types of all, basically in every vertical, every industry will see those devices eventually get in and, and bring the value. Um, so it, it will take, I think, a couple of years until we're going to see this also in, in retail environments or people just, you know, buying, um, do shopping in their living room, but basically, you know, walking in a different like environment uh, virtually. For the mobile user, is 5G a requirement for a great mixed reality experience or will 4G do the job now? Yeah, so um, um the bandwidth is a real challenge in, in, in general. So if you have like a, a sophisticated 3D environment and you want to stream them in real time into a device, you need a bandwidth, you need a powerful device also to kind of like render those uh, things. So um, 5G, for sure, it's much, much better than 4G. You can push uh, um, um, you know, more high quality rendered um, uh, images and models on, on 5G, uh, but still it's, uh, it's, it's still limited. So what we do at Beyond XR, basically we take very complex 3D environments uh, that uh, in our cloud services, we optimize them and we convert them to different formats. So we can actually stream those very quickly into regular devices. And we do it only, um, you don't need to have any 5G. So basically we create those three, 3D environments, create kind of like 2D illusion of the 3D spaces that we can stream in, you know, basically in a couple of seconds, we can stream thousands of product into a browser. Uh, and we do this unique uh, um, like conversion and, and rendering and compression 
uh, in order to, I mean, the, the, the bandwidth is a challenge. So even on 5G, we can't like push, you know, too much information. So um, if you take a, like, a, um, let's say a store, a, a three dimensional store with thousands of product, um, it can be like hundreds of gigabytes. Uh, you, you can stream this, um, not over 5G and probably it will take a few years until you'll be able to stream this kind of thing. So what we do, we, we take those complex environment and we recreate them in a different way, but keep the photorealistic view and stream them very quickly and as a light version uh, onto those devices. So since you use a two-dimensional screen, uh, we can create those type of illusion. Uh, if you use a headset and you have separate like um, vision, you know, for each eye, then it's a different story and you actually need to use the, the actual 3D models. So then is immersive technology accessible to smaller retail operations? I think it, it, it is. It's, it's getting more and more accessible. So uh, also the, the headsets are getting um, more powerful and, 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 and cheaper. Uh, but again, if you, if you don't talk about headset, just talk about mobile phones that I can actually, you know, stream it into a mobile device. So that there is no issue. I mean, everybody has mobile phones and then the retailers are looking for that. Um, in, in the near future, with the headsets, you'll be able to take it into a much like kind of like uh, a, a better or more immersive experience. So uh, uh, there is a big difference by, you know, holding my phone and like do this 360 uh, around and uh, do this virtual tour than actually walking in the space. So imagine that I'm, uh, uh, you can be in your living room, but get into, I don't know, a Dior store or Zara, it doesn't matter, and, and walk inside a store in your living room and all the store can be personalized to you. So uh, we can identify, you know, who's the user, you know, what's the gender, age group, and we can personalize because the physical stores today it's one store fit for all. So they're trying to basically organize it based on the location, demographic, you know, and the different properties that they have. But think about in the virtual space, I can create a personal store for each user. So each person, uh, they will get into the store, they will get their own like favorite products, colors, you know, uh, they can do their own mix and match uh, personalized. So it's a whole new yeah, kind of like playground, you know, for retailers to how to promote their products and how to bring, you know, very personalized spaces into their, you know, customers. What type of ROI should retailers expect when they invest in mixed reality and immersive experiences? It's, um, uh, that's a big question. So uh, I think it's really depend on the use case and how they actually utilize this. So what we see recently, uh, let's say the past six months that uh, we've been working with major brands like, um, you know, Lancome and you know, part of L'Oreal, Procter & Gamble, some other big retailers. Uh, and we started to see really interesting uh, um, kind of KPIs improvement on those environments. So um, those brands, I basically try to measure everything. You know, it's not just about um, the bottom line, but the engagement, the conversion, you know, how many, how many like uh, new registrations they have. Uh, and eventually, you know, what's the, the ROI on, on, on that? And we see that those uh, 3D environments, it's, uh, it's not just that creating a, um, a really, really good engagement. Um, so... Uh, you know, the average time of people using, um, you know, our like pop-up stores, uh, it's more than four minutes they spend there. Uh, and usually on like on a product page, you know, they spend a few seconds. 
So it's a, it's a huge increase, uh, um, but it's not only about engagement. What we see is the, the level of interaction and eventually the, uh, we help the, the brands to increase conversion significantly. Uh, and this is, I think, the most important uh, thing. Eventually they want to see how many items, you know, people are actually put in their basket and eventually, you know, complete the loop uh, and purchase them. Uh, and we see those immersive experiences for uh, maybe not for all products, but for many products, uh, that's a much better experience for many people, specifically for when we look at like a Gen Z or and Gen maybe Y.1, uh, that uh, it's, uh, it's, even, it's working even better with them. They, they kind of like used to have this type of gamification and, uh, you know, and do um, uh, things like in 3D environments. And so it works much more intuitive for them. And they, uh, and we see it increase, you know, all the KPIs there. So how does a retailer get started in mixed reality? What, what are the steps involved? Um, so for retailers, I mean, a lot of the retailers are now doing those, uh, you know, digital transformation. I mean, it started like many years ago, but um, there's a, a lot of pressure for all the retailers to basically transform themselves and making sure that they can, you know, uh, keep their audience uh, kind of like engaged. Uh, now that people are a buyer are not going to showrooms and, you know, consumers don't go to stores as they used to do. Um, the e-com, if, if you think about the last year, the numbers that uh, that uh, e-commerce that we see the increase in percentage-wise from the total sale, uh, it increased the past year more than the previous five or six years together. So there's a major increase on 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 e-com in general. Specific vertical we see that's more than others. And in order to get into this, basically they they just need to find the right uh, solution for you know like the right provider to help them to create um, those type of new uh, experiences. Most brands don't have the expertise in-house to do that. Uh, even for mobile apps, you know, they, they usually goes from like external vendors. So this is a little bit more complicated. Uh, there are different service providers and agencies and studios and, and platforms like, like Beyond XR and others that the retailers can, uh, uh, can utilize to either build their own um, XR like you know, 3D spaces or just asks, you know, the service provider to do it for them. Noam Lavavi, co-founder and CEO of Beyond XR. Thank you so much for joining us. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to find out more about your work. How can they do that? Thank you. So uh, you can visit our website. That's uh, www.beyondxr, B-Y, without an E, B-Y-O-N-D-X-R.com. And um, yeah, and our LinkedIn page, I'm happy to be to contact, uh, to be contacted with anyone and, you know, uh, feel free to contact us. And uh, there are many videos also on YouTube and our other channels. So uh, um, yeah, we, we share those uh, as, as we have new experiences, we share them on, on the platforms. Sounds good, thanks again. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.